Hello and welcome to the Increased Odds Podcast. I am your host, Justin, with my co-host, Nolan. And in this episode, we're not really going to be doing much of college football picks because uh, there are no games. Well, there's one game this weekend, and that is Army-Navy. So we'll talk about the Army-Navy game, maybe pick it, I don't know, if Nolan wants to. Um... And then we're going to do four NFL picks each this week. And then at the end of the episode, we will talk about the New Year's Day Six Bowls and the college football playoff bowls. Um, I don't think the New Year's Six Day Bowls have uh, spreads out yet. The college football polls do, but we're going to kind of pick the bull games week by week as they come like we've been doing. So um, we're not really going to do any picks. We can kind of give our leans one way or the other, but we're not going to pick anything or lock anything in until um, the week of the game. So with that, uh, since you won the NFL games, not this week, but the week before, but we didn't know that the Packers was going to push. So, I picked. Um, you technically have first pick this week, so um, the floor is yours. All right, and with my first pick, and you're probably going to hate this, my first pick, I'm going to go with the Lions, minus one, home against the Vikings. You got a minus one? I got a plus one. Oh, even even better. I I seen it at minus one, but... All right, even better. So take them straight, that means. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually actually like the Lions in that in that pick at home, honestly. That was not one of my games, but that was my fifth game. That was my, we overlapped, so I uh, was going to pick that game game. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I like that. Um, Lions have been playing really good the last few weeks. They've looked like, the team all the Lions fans thought they were going to get at the start of the season, and it's just finally starting to come together for them. So, yeah, I like it. That's scary. But, all right. Awesome. Yeah, just I like telling you I like your games, and then you're like, oh, man. Because I think the last three weeks, every NFL game I've told you that I like, you've lost. And everyone yep. I said I was, didn't really like, you've won. So, I'm just going to tell you I like all of your games from now on. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, you did a really good job with that one. They're really good. Um, All right, so my first pick, and I need to put an asterisk next to this one because I don't think we'll be able to bet it, and the spread may drastically change when we can, so I might switch it out for something. But I'm taking the Bucks plus five against the 49ers. And the whole reason I'm doing that is because the 49ers just lost their starting quarterback for the year. But that's why I think that spread's going to change. And if the Bucks flip to like a one-point favorite or something before we can put the bet in, I'll probably just pick a different game. That's fair. That's I don't like it at all, but that's fair. We were just talking about how the 49ers have so many weapons, they don't even need a quarterback. But uh, And their defense is incredibly good um yeah but you're giving me the bucks plus five with a quarterback with 
I don't know. A lot. I've seen a lot of times when those quarterbacks they come in for a game and look good, and then they're the starter and they look trash the next week. I just I don't know what to expect from that quarterback, but I do know. I I actually might just flip that game though. If the Bucks become a favorite, I probably just take the Forty ers Yeah, you're betting against your team, sir. That's all right. But I mean, see, this is why we don't bet uh, games we agree on. Now that'll end up hitting. Brady will end up winning the game and easy. Yeah. You never know. But I guess that'll lead me into my second pick, which I don't even know if I like it, but the Bengals at home minus four and a half. Well, you don't have to like it, but that was probably my next pick. So Nice. The only thing is they struggle against the run and Chubb's going to get 250 yards. I almost wanted to just bet his rushing yards instead of the game. But <laughs> Whatever they are, take them. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's, yeah, I don't blame you there. Um, Yeah, I could see that being a problem. But I am going to go with my tried and true, never let me down, the Tennessee Titans. That's a good one. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. They're three and a half point favorites, so I don't I don't love the half point there, but I uh I just I like I mean Tennessee's good. The Jags have kind of fallen off. The Jags started out hot. They were that like sexy pick early in the season and they were covering all sorts of spreads and now they're just kind of getting dominated by everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just going back to the Titans. Nope. I uh, like that pick. The only reason I didn't take it last time is because of the half point. I might have still pay, taken it as my fourth pick, but... Yeah, that's the problem with four four picks, and we overlapping on so many. Like You're going to have to take some lines you don't love. Which brings me to my next one, which is I really like this line. is minus six and a half, the Eagles away at the Giants. Ooh, Eagles at Giants. That's fun. I still think the Giants are an okay team, but they won't be able to compete with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are probably the most complete team in the NFL right now. Defense, offense. Yeah, especially since old Greg broke his foot. I You refer to everyone as old Greg, and I have no idea who you're talking about 90% of the time. You should this time. Only one quarterback broke his foot this weekend. Bro, I I don't know what Lamar Jackson did. I don't know what, but I I mean I assume you're talking about Garoppolo. But I was gonna say you. I don't think the Ravens are that complete of a team. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Come on, they, now. the Ravens did look like a good team the first, you know, half of the season so far. But they've fallen yeah. off too. They yeah, they were, a lot they were like one the of the teams to beat. Yeah, they. I mean, them and the Jags were like that team. You're just taking them. They're covering everything, and then, yeah, both of them just kind of fell off. But, yeah, the Niners, I mean, shit, they're on their third freaking quarterback now of the year. Yes, sir. But that brings me to my next pick of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're minus eight and a half against the Denver Broncos. The game's in Denver. I just, 
I really don't like the Broncos. I think they're a bad team. Yeah, I like that pick. The Chiefs are a good team that really need to keep winning now that they are tied overall record-wise with the Bills and they have lost that head-to-head. So the, the Chiefs really need to keep their foot on the gas and keep winning. And the Broncos are just bad. Yep. Nope. I like that pick. Unfortunately for you, I like that pick. Yeah, that's a problem. I think we've bought, we've liked most of our picks. Yeah, that's not good so, at all. And it's funny because I think I'm going to steal your last pick. Oh Maybe no! Not. All my uh, all my picks are already off the board, so I just gotta make something up on this last one. Oh, nice. So I'm taking Seattle at home versus the Panthers. Okay, you, know, you kind of did take it because that probably was going to be. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured. I was like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta scoop that game up though. I feel pretty good about all four of my games, and I have. I'm happy I got to go first for this weekend because I have to make up two hundred dollars on you. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So for my last pick, I'm gonna take the 49ers minus five against the Bucks. Can all I do right. that? Just so bet both sides of it. I was going to say, so we definitely can't win. <laughs> um, now, nah, let me go through these. Take the 49ers I, straight. I mean. That's the other thing that I thought about for these NFL games, if we don't have college games, is another good thing. Like I was talking about Chubb's yards. Like, those are the same minus 110 odds. If you really like a matchup or. What are don't have to pick the Herbert touchdowns, uh, Eckler yards, Eckler carries. Oh, yeah. Just player But parts. you don't know what they are until game day. Oh, that's true. So we can't, we can't pick those a week in advance. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but no, for my last pick, I'm probably just, I'm just going to take the bills. They're minus nine and a half at home against the Jets. I feel like Allen's back yeah, that to was normal for me. More so. I feel like Allen's kinda his shoulder issue that he was dealing with for a few weeks has gotten back. That offense a little bit more back on track, and they should be able to beat the Jets by a touchdown or two. A couple touchdowns. I was gonna say hopefully not just a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. A couple <laughs> scores. Beat them by a couple of scores. So, nope. I guess we can move into, seems that like we basically covered any games that we were wanting to bet. I guess we can move on to the Army. Army-Navy game, which I don't think we'll bet because I don't think we'll agree whatsoever on it. Oh, we definitely will. Whatever you say, I agree with. <laughs> no, it's going to... I'm going against the streak on both of them so my dad would be saying i'm an idiot but navy's won like every game that's been bettable and the unders hit like 16 years in a row and i would take army in the over this year oh well i mean the over under is 33 and a half so well that's because they've scored like 17 points in the last like 14 out of the 16 years yeah like (laughs) they literally it's the whole respect thing so a team gets up by a little bit and then they just all right let's run out the clock yeah and they both run that running style of offense to just chew clock all game long and then 
ESPN uh, moment. Uh, refs still cheating for the Cowboys. Colts run back the opening kickoff for the second half to the 45, and of course there's a holding. They've played the replay, nothing even hey, happened. Gotta love that's the my Cowboys. Problem, though. Every, every time, so the these teams don't run back kickoffs that often. Every time there's a run back, it seems like there's a holding penalty. Like, just take it at the 25 and quit getting holding penalties. Oh, you should have seen this one, though. They're just straight up cheating for the Cowboys at this point. Well, yeah. You can't have the Colts covering. Can't have the Colts winning, for sure, with uh, their racist quarterback. I mean, racist new coach. Oh. And by I say, when I'm saying racist, it's not him that's racist. It's racist that the Colts hired him instead of oh, a black guy. Well, then why wouldn't you just call the owner a racist instead well, of the coach? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, yeah, I would have gone Navy on this one. And it's solely because I looked at the uh, picks, um, like against the spread. Army's five and four against the spread. Navy seven and three. Navy six and zero oh is an underdog or a pick'em. Like I don't know, just everything kind of screams Navy wins that one, which is probably why Army covers. But I know I was gonna say Navy has historically won that matchup, but uh, Army's a much better team this year. They have less wins than Navy. What are you even talking about? Army's a much better team this year. What are you even talking about? Army sucks, dude. You can't tell me three and six Army is better than four and six. That doesn't make any sense. Five and six and I was like, what are you looking at? I whatever freaking CBS shit they don't have. No, I'm confused. Because they probably had a couple of games where they didn't have spreads. I was going to say, uh, Army is 5-6, and six, Navy is 4-7. and seven. What are you <laughs> looking at? Yeah, yeah, I think it's because they had some games where they didn't have spreads, probably, against, like, Villanova and Colgate. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm guessing was happening. But, yes. Army's the much better team this year. But we don't have to bet it. That's fine. That's fair. I don't really care. Um. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to talk about it just because it was something. The only college football game? Yeah, that's fair. So I just kind of wanted sense. to see how it, what your thoughts were and just kind of talk about it for a bit. Um. Okay, so we can go to the New Year's Day Bowls. Um, the big six, if you will. And I was kind of going to start with the non-playoff games first. Sounds good. So the four non-playoff games and then go to talk about the playoffs. Um, so I want to, I just think that we talked about it a little bit, but I think USC got by far the best draw. Of all the New Year's Day Bowls, but that's just because someone has to play the group of five team. Yeah, well, that's fair. And USC beating Tulane. The funny thing is, uh, I think uh, Tulane covers. <laughs> What's the spread? What? No idea. There's not a spread. I'm just My, saying. I, I'm never I'm showing, against the green wave. Uh, so I'm showing, actually, USC is a one-point favorite. I mean, I don't hate that still. Well, then you're saying Tulane wins. 
Yeah, I think Tulane beats them. No, I disagree. I, I think they do. I my issue is I think USC's got enough offensive firepower to get up on them early, and I don't think USC's defenses weaknesses is enough to for Tulane to take advantage of it. I mean that's fair. I'm just saying. So like USC went from getting whooped on by Penn State in the Rose Bowl. Well, actually, they would have been getting whooped on by Georgia in the <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Peach Bowl. I guess technically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess but, yeah, we they can... went from getting whooped on by Georgia to getting the Group of Five team. Like that's like a crazy difference in like matchups for USC there. <laughs> That's true. Instead of getting blown out by 40, they realistically probably win by two touchdowns. Yeah. And then the Pac-12 looks so much better, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. oh, look, we won the New Year's Day Bowl. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but they it still won't cover up the when you Utah gets blown out by Penn State. Yeah, so that Utah-Penn State game, I think that was going to be the matchup no matter what. Yes. Because if USC wins the Pac-12, they're in the playoffs, so they're not going to the Rose Bowl. Utah's realistically the next option. I guess they could have maybe taken Oregon. And then there was always talks, like the weeks leading up to it, that if Ohio State didn't make the playoffs, that the Rose Bowl is going to take Penn State. And I think they like to rotate the teams around. So since Ohio State was in it last year, they would have just grabbed Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. This year. So I don't know. But yeah, realistically, Utah Penn State was always going to be that matchup. And like you said, I think Penn State just dominates that game. And they just really don't like uh, the Big Ten, though. Why? Penn, Penn State being the dog still in that game. Even Vegas doesn't like them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I can only see a spread for that one. What's the spread on that one? It's one and a half. But Utah's favored. That oh. seems insane to me. Yeah. But we'll I mean, see. It makes sense, though. I mean, shit. Uh, Penn State dropped three spots from not playing, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do hate. They went from 8th to 11th, and they didn't even play a game. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. So, they just don't like the Big Ten at all. Yeah. Obviously, they don't like Penn State. Um... But yeah, no, I'd probably take Penn State in that game. Just if we're, you know, look ahead playing it early. I, yeah, I like Penn State to win that game probably by 10 points or so. Yeah, I agree with that. Which I guess we can move into the Sugar Bowl then. Alabama versus K-State. Yeah, so, I mean, there there's a lot of talk about Bama getting in at four and TCU dropping out, and I just, I don't know. Like, I, I legitimately have Kansas State winning that game. Yeah. And, right, I'm seeing Kansas State as a five-point underdog. And, yeah, I just, I think Kansas State wins that game. Bama's not that good this year. This is not the Bama old. This is not the SEC from even a year ago. I mean, the SEC is right. not as good. Bama's not as good. I have no question i mean i do have questions but yeah i i think kansas state wins that game yep i agree with that i think it'll be a good game but 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's I don't think Kansas State runs away with it, but I definitely can see I definitely see Kansas State probably winning three to seven somewhere in there. Like a you know, close one score game. Yep. And then that brings us to the Orange Bowl. Fitting name, because uh, both the teams playing in it wear orange is their main color. You know, it's just perfect. Uh, you got Clemson <laughs> playing Tennessee. Uh, Clemson's a five-point favorite in that one. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they announced uh, that DJ is just done. Um, if DJ is not playing in that game, I take Clemson easy. If DJ plays in that game, I take Tennessee straight. <laughs> so it, it really is which quarterback plays for Clemson. Because we know that Hooker's out for Tennessee. If Hooker was playing for Tennessee, I I think Tennessee might even still be able to win that. But without Hooker, I just... I saw enough of Joe Milton when he was at Michigan. I, I don't have faith in him to win that game. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I think Tennessee blows Clemson out of the water. And I think it's a setup game for the SEC. What do you mean? I think Clemson's just... God awful this year. I mean, and that's fair. They needed Tennessee to just get a free win so they can say, oh man, look at, they probably should have been in the playoffs. Well, I mean, all right, but realistically, who else do you put in the Orange Bowl? Well, you can't. You have to put someone in the Orange Bowl. Clemson's in the Orange Bowl because they won the ACC. Right. I mean, you could put not Tennessee in there, but I don't know who else you'd put in there other than Tennessee either. Bama. Because I think Bama actually got lucky to be that close against Tennessee, honestly. And I think Bama and Clemson match up a little bit better. So then you put Tennessee in against Kansas State? Yeah, and then both SEC teams lose. Oh. I don't know. If Cl- if Klubnik is playing for Clemson, I I, I think <laughs> Clemson wins easy, honestly. All right. And then we got the big games. Yeah, so the big, the big games we got... What, we'll go to the Peach Bowl first, I guess. You got Georgia at one, Ohio State at four. Georgia's a six-and-a-half-point favorite now. I feel like it started at seven-and-a-half. Yeah. And, well, no, I, I think I think it was six-and-a-half. Okay. Yeah, I thought I saw it at seven or seven-and-a-half, but maybe I just made that up. Um, Yeah, we, you and I were kind of talking about it, and we both felt like Ohio State matched up the best against Georgia. If any of these other three teams were going to beat Georgia, it was probably Ohio State. Yep, and I agree. I think, and like you said, we talked about it, I think Ohio State is the only team in the country that realistically beats Georgia in the playoffs, and which is good for Michigan, too, because I think Michigan will beat up on Ohio State again. So Yeah, so... My excitement of Michigan making the playoffs is definitely hampered by uh, Blake Corum not playing in it. But the chance to beat Ohio State again for a national title is just oh so sweet, right? And I, yeah, I, I mean they're getting just south of a touchdown, but yeah, I like you said, I almost like Ohio State to just win that outright. Yeah, for sure. But again, and but if Michigan was playing Georgia, I think Michigan loses. Honestly, I, I think I think that line's thirteen. If they're playing, I know you're not going to like that, but I honestly think the line's thirteen coming into that game. Oh, probably. Yeah, I, I don't. 
That's no about where I would put it at. That's where I think the national title, if it lines up that way, I think that was where it's going to be. Maybe a little bit less, maybe at the same as TCU Michigan, where it's at like nine and a half, a touchdown and a field goal. Yeah. 10 points. Yeah. It'd be interesting. But yeah, I could see either way. Um, But yeah, I, I, the thing is, I think Michigan beats TCU. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Nine and a half point favorite. I think the easiest path was playing TCU. Oh, for sure. For sure. And on top of that, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, TCU's offense just really, I know they've averaged 40 points, but it's just not really that good. It, and they haven't played a defense like Michigan's defense. Yeah. Now, if Michigan's defense, I don't know, because we were talking about it in the Purdue game, though. Like, every 50-50 ball that's thrown up against Michigan's defense over the last, my entire life, seems <laughs> like it's caught by the offense. I I just, I don't understand it. Michigan's defense cannot defend a 50-50 ball to save their lives. And if TCU's receivers, if that's what TCU's doing all game, I feel like Michigan struggles, honestly. But Ohio State has the best receiving core in the country, and they couldn't throw the ball on Michigan. So I don't know what the hell was going on with that game. Because I I watched the Ohio State game, and I'm like, well, Ohio State's quarterback's better than Purdue's. Ohio State's wide receivers are better than Purdue's. So why the hell is Purdue throwing it all over Michigan's defense? But Ohio State couldn't. And Michigan wasn't getting great pressure against Ohio State either. No. So we'll see. But I'll tell you right now, Michigan is looking forward to playing either one of those two teams. They either want revenge for last year against Georgia or a chance to just dominate your rival again. Well, yeah, I agree with the chance to dominate your rival. I don't agree with looking forward to playing Georgia because I've said it all year and I'll say it again. Georgia is just the slightly better exact same team as without Corum especially. They're just like the little brother playing the older brother. As much as we love to see it, you're never going to beat them in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying Michigan's gonna beat Georgia if they see him, but I think the team, the players on the team, would like to see them for the chance at revenge from last year. I think it ends up a lot like last year, though, honestly. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, that's... But, we'll see. You never know. That This Michigan team has surprised me this year. So, this Michigan team, and I got into it with some Michigan fans on Twitter and stuff, but because they were like, well, Going into the Purdue game, they're like, well, Jim Harbaugh wins the games he's supposed to win. And I'm like, look at his entire career at Michigan. He loses almost one game every year that he's supposed to win. And they're like, no, he doesn't. And I'm like, all right, you got State last year. I took out 2020 because that was just a fluke year. I think 2019 he didn't. There was like two games in 2018 and then like one game every other year. And I'm like, I was say, what year was it that they let Michigan State into the playoffs because they don't know how to hold on to a punt uh, and ruin the Big Ten? It made the Big Ten look like absolute six, shit. Was that? I don't know. It made it made the big the entire Big Ten look like absolute shit because 
Yeah, 2015. Michigan State got in, and they didn't deserve it. They were the fifth worst team in the Big Ten, and they had four back-to-back-to-back fluke wins. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the problem is that Michigan State team was not good. Right. Not even – not remotely good. But, yeah, they went to the playoffs. They finished number three, played Bama, got beat 38 nothing. But, yeah, they beat Michigan. And Mich- yeah, a game Michigan should have won. They lost to freaking Nebraska. And then to end their season, they won. They beat Ohio State by three and Iowa by three in the Big Ten championship game. And then went and played Bama and lost. 38 nothing. But then Ohio State the next year I think lost like 40 to nothing in the playoffs as well. Like it was like two straight years of the Big 10 just looking like a bunch of fools. Yeah, they lost their Ohio State the next year. Lost 31 to nothing to Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like those two years made are what made the Big 10 look like trash. You just had Two teams make the playoffs, and they got throttled by thirty plus points in the playoffs, and didn't even score. Yeah, that's fair. It'll it'll be fun to. I'm looking forward to all the all the bowls and college football, and especially Michigan winning a national title against Ohio State. Oh man, that's gonna be so sweet. I already got my parents on getting tickets to that game, so nice. hopefully I'll hopefully I'll be in Los Angeles, uh, January. For the Michigan Ohio State game, that's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, awesome moment in history. Yeah it it will be a great game, and I just hope that I can get tickets to it because my dad can usually get tickets through like the alumni association for like the yeah. bowl games and stuff. Yeah. So that's usually how he does it. But I don't know how the playoffs and stuff work, and I don't know if he's got to get tickets for like the Fiesta Bowl and the championship game. Because I definitely don't want to go to the Fiesta Bowl. No, that's fair. Not that, I mean, I'd go to it, but I just, I don't need to travel all the way out to Arizona for a weekend, come back, and then the next weekend travel all the way out to L.A. Yeah, no. And I don't think that's going to be, well, I could be wrong. I don't want to jinx Michigan, but I don't think that's going to be much of a game. Ah, see, here's where you and I disagree, because this is a Jim Harbaugh-led Michigan team, and as I just got done telling you, (laughs) he's always good for losing a game that he shouldn't lose, and... He's he's just still settling in. This is his year. Yeah. Well, no, but like, like you said, though, this team is just, it feels different. They just, there isn't any games that have been like, oh man, he's gonna lose this game. I mean, like, Illinois looked like he was going to lose, but... I was going to say, Illinois was the game, but that's the difference. This team is good enough that it didn't happen. Right, that they overcame that one game that they typically would lose, and it just, it feels different. Like, last year felt like, okay, yeah, we're we're doing stuff. We're, you know, they're, they're moving along. Oh, we beat Ohio State, but it never felt like, they were there, if that makes sense. And this team feels more complete of a team. 100%. 100%. And that's just losing quorum hurts so much, though. And it isn't even that, like, because you got the other running back has one hand. So 
at the big thing with Edwards is he's great in the passing game because you know he's usually got a linebacker on him and he's fast as hell and he's a great great at catching the ball. Well, when you yeah. have a cast on your hand, you can't really catch the ball. That's fair. And he's now a feature back, whereas before he was like Corum would just pound the ball and he'd get you know a bulk of the reps, and then Edwards would just come in and hit a big play or something. It was having two backs just kept both of them fresh for the whole game. Now Edwards has to carry the whole load for the team. Yeah. So we'll see. But I I got to say, though, I mean, it's early, but I think, I think this Michigan team could be really good next year. They don't lose a whole lot. I think, I'm, I think they lose three or four offensive linemen, which would be pretty big. But if Corum comes back, they got Corum Edwards. Like the whole offense, the whole rest of the offense is there still. Yeah. And they lose a couple of defenders. But like I told you, like you were talking about, Will Johnson had those two interceptions against Purdue. He's a true freshman. Like he should be really good next year. Just lockdown corner type player. Yeah. I just, I, I think this team could be really good next year. Make it four in a row against Ohio State. That would be nice. But, yeah. So, you got anything else you want to go over with these games nope. or whatever? It's going to be a fun uh, month of football. Yeah. I'm just hoping we don't get a lot of people sitting out and that we get real games. Like real games, yeah. Because. I mean, like you saw last year, Utah versus Ohio State, everyone's like, Ohio State fans are still talking about this wide receiver who hasn't played a down all year because he had that breakout game against Utah last year when Utah's got running backs in their secondary because their whole defense sat out. You're like, right, oh, right. He, he had the most receiving yards ever in, in a Rose Bowl game. And it's like, well, yeah, he played – he, he was being covered by a running back the whole game. Like, <laughs> obviously. Like, and they're like, oh, yeah, it'd be so fitting for uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba to come back and win a title or whatever. And, oh, j- just imagine uh, J- Smith and Jigba and Harrison Jr. and, you know, all the other wide receivers that Ohio State has on the field at the same time. Like, Michigan couldn't cover that. I'm like, you guys didn't do shit with everyone else. Except Smith and Jigbo. Like what what is this one guy gonna do that had one good game in his entire career? Yeah. Especially off an injury. I don't know what his injury is, but he's been out all year. Like, I'm sorry. That's I, I I'm not afraid of the guy who's coming off an injury that sidelined him for the whole year and is probably more worried about freaking his NFL like getting ready for the draft than whatever nonsense game you're playing in yep so i don't know we'll see but yeah it should be fun um lsu getting a easy easy purdue win there i just like to go through the bulls and look at all the ranked teams playing on ranked teams and like well that doesn't seem fair like why is 13 13 ranked florida state playing six and six oklahoma oh yeah but Florida State wins that game, and it's like, oh, look at how great the ACC is. Right, you gotta, you gotta have the right matchup so the SEC can look good, the ACC can look 
relevant. You got to have those matchups. Otherwise, well, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at it. You got the Big Ten has three unranked teams playing ranked teams. L- LSU is playing Purdue. Mississippi State's playing Illinois, and NC State's playing Maryland. And it's like, all right. But now the whole narrative is, oh, the Big Ten's so bad. But you got like all these top twenty-five teams playing unranked Big Ten teams. But in all honesty. I don't know that LSU, Mississippi State are better than those teams either, though. Right. No, I agree. But it'll be interesting. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun football. Yeah, should be a should be a fun bowl games. Um, we got, yeah, so we'll be, just like I said in the earlier, we'll be taking, um, picking them as we go each week so we're not gonna do a whole big bowl game pick and go over all the bowl games we're just gonna kind of pick them each week as they play out so we will next week we'll have the first round of uh bowl game picks for everyone to to see so should be fun should be uh exciting time it looks like Next week, we got one ranked matchup between Troy and UTSA. And then we got Oregon State, who's ranked 14th, playing on ranked Florida. So those are, I don't know, the the biggest games, quote-unquote, I would say, Yeah. for next week. But, um, yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Not a whole lot of college games, but hopefully the Army... Navy game will be enough to hold everyone over until the bowl games get started. And hopefully our eight uh, NFL games are good enough to uh, win us some money this year. And hopefully they win you guys some money as well. So until next week, um, see you later. Bye.